As we move into chapter 2, I want to read the first five verses. Today we'll look at verse 1, and over the next few days we'll look at the rest of these verses, but let me read them together. Proverbs 2, verse 1 through 5. My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Verse 1 is a reminder that this is the Father speaking to the Son. Now, in the context of the book of Proverbs, wisdom here is laid out as, or described as, a woman. A woman who is speaking to her son and says, My son, if you receive my words, we know that this is King Solomon speaking as if to pass down the words to his son, it's also to be seen as God speaking to his children, saying, My son or daughter, if you receive my words. What does it mean to receive the words of God? We talked about this before in listening and opening ourselves up and being willing and humble enough to understand that God's truth is to guide our heart and our life. We are to live in light of God's truth. But more importantly, I think this, if you receive my words, can also be seen in the words of Jesus. Isn't it Jesus that says to his disciples, to the Jews that believed in him, in John 8, 31, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Disciple of Jesus Christ is one who abides in his word, studies his word, listens to his word. And in John 15, we see this great story of the branches uh, and the vines, and Jesus being the source of the fruit which we are to bear. And he says in verse 4 of John 15, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, Jesus says, and my word abides in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This um, passage here in John 15 almost mimics what we read in the first five verses of Proverbs 2. But Jesus goes on in that same chapter of John 15 and says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. And if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. How is it that the disciple shows love toward Jesus, his master? That is by abiding in his commandments, by doing his commandments, keeping his commandments. Then we abide in his love. And so now back to Proverbs, we see in this first verse that if we receive his words, if we are abiding in the words of Jesus Christ and treasure up my commandments with you, if we hold fast to the treasure that is seen in these commandments, 
if we look to them as treasure, if we hold them up as supreme and important, especially in the life of the disciple, then we will see wisdom and knowledge that comes from God. We see this in Psalm 119, don't we? It says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The psalmist understands that God's word is supreme and important in the life of the believer. We see this also in the life of Israel. In Deuteronomy 6, chapter 6, verse 4, we see this great the Shema, hear, O Israel, as it's called, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. The believer sets above all things as a treasure the commandments of God. We abide in these words. We, we live in these words. They become a very part of who we are. These truths are our worldview. And so we cherish the great commandments of God. How much time do you spend looking at other things that are less important? Are the commandments of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ a treasure to you? Or do they cause you heartburn? Do they cause you to stumble? Do they convict you in a way that is troubling? Or do you treasure them? 